Welcome to the Switch Style Podcast, where we encourage you to think beyond what you hear. I'm your host, and I go by the name of Smooth. Audience, welcome back to the podcast. I appreciate you guys tuning in, as always. And coming up on episode 82, I'm actually reviewing or giving you guys my take on Sam Smith's sophomore album, which is titled The Thrill of It All. And of course, I'll actually refresh the Billboard charts for you guys. But before I do that, go subscribe to the podcast. You can find it on iTunes, Google Play Music, SoundCloud, and YouTube. And also follow me on Twitter at Jack's Journal. So go check us out. Go subscribe and write a review. You know, if you have any thoughts, any feedback, positive or negative, let me know. We accept all feedback. So here we go. Let's go ahead and jump into everything. On the Hot 100. Post Malone and 21 Savage lead the pack for a sixth week with Rockstar. On the Billboard 200, Taylor Swift scores her fifth number one album as her sixth studio album, Reputation, debuts in the top spot with 1.238 million units in its first week. 1.216 million of those were traditional album sales. Taylor Swift's new set immediately became the biggest selling album of 2017 with 1.216 million units in its debut week. This also marks her fourth time selling over 1 million units in a single week. She is the only artist to achieve the feat in Nielsen Music history. And quick note, Nielsen Music, that's actually the company that tracks album sales. And not just album sales, but they track viewership for TV, they track it for radio, Nielsen, they track a lot of things. They do all this tracking for demographics across the board and for not only demographics, but for mediums across the board, TV, film, radio, however you want to look at it. Nielsen, they're the company that track it. But they actually started tracking album sales in 1991. And another quick note, Taylor Swift's other million in a week albums are 1989 and 2014, Red in 2012, and Speak Now in 2010. All three of those sold over 1 million in their first week. But back to the Billboard 200, the only other new debut in the top 10 is from rock band Evanescence. They bowed at number 8 with 34,000 units. 30,000 of those were traditional album sales of their latest album, Synthesis. So, If you're here, chances are you want to hear what I have to say about Sam Smith's latest album, The Thrill of It All. But before I do that, just in case you're not familiar with Sam Smith, I just want to give you a quick bio. I just want to tell you a little bit about Sam and where he's from and, you know, what he's done in the past and, you know, how we've gotten to where we are now. So here we go. Samuel Frederick Smith was born May 19th, 1992 in London, England. He first broke through in 2012 as a featured artist on the International Smash Latch by English production duo Disclosure. Latch eventually peaked at number 7 on Billboard's Hot 100 in August 2014. His multi-platinum album, In the Lonely Hour, debuted in 2014 and included the hit singles Lay Me Down, I'm Not the Only One, and Stay With Me. In 2016, the Grammy winner scored the Best Song Academy Award for his work on Writings on the Wall from the James Bond film Spectre. After a brief hiatus, he returned in September 2017 with Too Good at Goodbyes, 
the lead single from his sophomore LP, The Thrill of It All. To date, Sam has collected four Grammy Awards and tons of adulation from both sides of the Atlantic. The album that we're talking about on this episode, The Thrill of It All, it was actually released November 3rd, 2017 and landed at number one on Billboard's 200 chart with 237,000 units, 185,000 of those were traditional album sales in its first week. The album also debuted at number one on the UK album chart with 97 combined units in its first week. If you look at it that way, the album has already been a success and I'm sure he'll go on to sell more as time progresses, but I'll actually go ahead and give you guys my take on the thrill of it all. So here we go. Heartbreak isn't normally thought of as a thrilling experience, but after listening to Sam Smith's emotionally turbulent sophomore LP, he surely makes you rethink the sentiment. In the years following the success of his 2014 breakthrough debut in The Lonely Hour, he appears to be just as lovelorn and distraught as he was years ago. His misery is probably something he would love to do without, but in turn, that same sorrow powered him to four Grammy wins, a best song Oscar, and tons of adulation from both sides of the Atlantic. The England-bred singer's sophomore album, The Thrill of It All, arrived three years later, doubling down on the 25-year-old's lacking love life. Throughout, he takes the listener on a broken-hearted journey while he traverses the residual effects of lost love. The music itself ranges from remnants of 50s, 60s soul to bare acoustic instrumentation. Both styles are perfectly suited for his expressive vocal gifts as he proves to operate well within both. On the project's lead single, Too Good at Goodbyes, his protective walls are fully engaged. He seems to come to terms with past failures in previous relationships, but insecurities surface on say at first. One last song is a final middle finger to a past bow and is the first cut to play with slightly more tempo. Sadly, not even that can mask the sour feelings inspired by its muse. That same displeasure prompts him to rightly be a bit more selfish and hop on the sluggish midnight train. He seems to be insulating whatever is left of his salvaged pride, but it all comes crashing down on the dramatic burning. Considering its musical similarities, it falls perfectly within the vein of his signature hit, Stay With Me. Burning is likely the album's lowest and most vulnerable moment. He fully admits to his 20-pack-a-day smoking habit, dwindling self-respect, and lack of friends to turn to. Still, if his former flame called, he confesses that he would run straight back. Him is a stirring confessional boosted by a tense choral background. Smith who's an openly gay man, voices his conflicted relationship with religion and an open prayer to God. He fires back at those who disapprove of his sexuality with the line, don't you try and tell me that God doesn't care for us. It is him I love. He appears prepared to deal with the assumed consequences of his sin at the conclusion of Thrill's most tormenting revelation. He ends his prayer with, Holy Father, judge my sins. I'm not afraid of what they will bring. The mood lightens as he takes another shot at moving forward on Baby You Make Be Crazy, while newcomer Yeba joins on the fiery duet No Peace. Smith then tallies his many flaws and fully examines himself on the submissive prey. It's a last attempt Hail Mary that finds him admitting, I've never believed in you, no, 
but I'm going to pray. Thrill's special edition includes four bonus tracks that sit well with the standard edition's content. He laments giving his heart to a goddamn fool on Nothing Left For You and takes accountability for a failed relationship on the album's title track. Scars pays tribute to his parents whose turmoil proved to be a necessary lesson in his own personal battle, while the Serene one day at a time patiently closes the diary of a troubled and broken man. In summary, Sam Smith proves to be unashamedly proud of his sexuality but continually struggles with the residual effects of breakups. Those emotional experiences distinctly characterize his two full-length albums. His focus was elsewhere at times on his debut, but he's fully invested in the love story that's gone astray on Thrill. The production becomes a bit tedious at times, but his candid songwriting and colorful vocals consistently provide the most satisfaction. For the most part, you're left wondering how great his music could be with varied life experiences and true love. Sam should probably take his own advice and leave history behind, because at only 25, he's got a lot more life to live and has yet to truly experience the thrill of it all. So there you go, audience. That's my take on Sam Smith's second album, The Thrill of It All. And honestly, I actually like this one better than his debut, In the Lonely Hour. In the Lonely Hour had a bit more tempo. There were maybe two or three tracks with some tempo on In the Lonely Hour. And The Thrill of It All plays consistently it hovers around the same tempo throughout it takes a slight uptick on certain songs but for the most part most of it is probably mid or down tempo and you know he really takes his time throughout the album he expresses his thoughts his feelings and it pretty much comes across as a venting session and honestly there's nothing wrong with it i mean considering these times what he's doing i mean it's a it's a testament to his courage, um, how brave he is, that he's willing to openly share his story. And we live in, unfortunately, we live in a world where people are still intolerant of homosexuality and people just don't respect people in the LGBT community. They don't respect their lifestyle choices. And, you know, I commend Sam for coming out and, you know, openly expressing his feelings and doing what he's doing. Besides that, the only thing that matters is the guy's talent. And I think he's one of music's great vocal talents. I think he's an amazing writer. I love his honesty and the writing. He was very frank. You know, we don't know any of the characters that he's talking about. So the story might not be as compelling as, say, uh, you know, a Taylor Swift or a Kanye West or a Beyonce or, you know, some of the, the larger pop figures or whose stories that we actually know. So it might not be as compelling, but he does an amazing job. And for the most part, I, I would definitely recommend that you guys pick up the album and listen to it. This is actually, like I told you guys last week, if you listened last week, I stream and buy music. And normally if it's an album that I don't feel strongly about, I'll just stream it only. I won't actually go out and buy it, but I actually went out and bought Sam's album. So. I'm not saying you guys have to buy it, but if I had to make a recommendation, I would say that you guys should listen to it. I think it's a very solid effort, and it's a continuation of his debut in The Lonely Hour. And if you like the debut, I'm sure you'll like this one also. But 
you know, congrats to Sam. I think he put together a really good body of work, a very honest, a very courageous, a very stripped down, vent-like session body of work. You know, guys, go check it out. Before I go, I want to remind you guys that you can go subscribe on iTunes, Google Play Music, SoundCloud, and YouTube. Just hit the subscribe button and the podcast will come to you every week, every time one is posted. It'll come directly to you, so go check it out. But thanks again, audience, all of you out there listening, everybody in Kansas City and Atlanta and New York, everybody in London, wherever you are, thank you for listening. I sincerely appreciate it, and I'll see you guys next time. Peace.